How do you build an uh, AI business taking into account that right now it seems that uh, the AI race seems to be more for like large tech giants or former research lab, like in the case of OpenAI that are transitioned into corporations that right now are worth billions. Let me explain a little bit my thought process here and uh, the things that of course uh, you may want to do as a small business owner, digital player, solopreneur, or just to experiment, learn, and uh, understand how the industry is evolving. So right now, the main issue with the large language models, like in the case, of course, uh, of a tool like ChatGPT, is um, those are incredibly well-versed for general purpose stuff. And, um, you know, again, ChatGPT can give you a huge amount of uh, answer on uh, many kinds of topics. And it's incredible that, uh, you know, this tool knows language, knows coding, knows a lot of things and uh, even things for which it was not trained for, meaning that uh, the interesting part of this current uh, architecture and combined with scale is the fact that those large language models in the end come up with the abilities and capabilities for which they were not programmed for, meaning that they were given a huge amount of data with a very simple objective, which was uh, simply, you know, make a proper prediction when it comes to generating the, re the next uh, token or, you know, if you wish, the next uh, word in the text. And with this simple objective and with uh, an approach which is called unsupervised learning, meaning that there is no one who is, uh, you know, telling the machine at each step of the way the, the, the goals and objectives, but simply by simply giving, uh, indeed, this uh, initial goal of making this prediction of text to text, the, the language model, when it gets scaled up, meaning it gets more computational power on which it can process more data, more parameters, get getting trained for longer or better, perhaps it shows incredible, incredible capabilities. Now, uh, a tool though, like a large language model like GPT-3 and a tool like ChatGPT, even though a tool like ChatGPT, as I explained, has been smoothed with a, a model called InstructGPT, which is really a sort of fine-tuning process where there are human in the loops that show to the, to the large language models after it has been trained. Um, actually, actually, after it has been pre-trained, it shows to the large language model the way it, uh, the, the output that uh, is desired from it and from that output actually the general purpose engine becomes a specialized one meaning it starts making sense on a lot of topics and very specific specific topics that's how we got uh, ChatGPT today however as we notice everyone um, ChatGPT does a lot of uh, things um, extremely badly especially because it it uh, uh, makes you, it fools you into believing that uh, it knows always what, what it says. And of course, here again, when uh, when I say no, uh, it knows, um, just take it as a, as a reference, meaning there is uh, not uh, understanding uh, behind it. There is uh, like a prediction which is happening behind the machine. But the interesting part is that uh, ChatGPT in, in a lot of edge cases uh, give you you know, information which is not factual. For instance, uh, right now, ChatGPT can speak multiple languages and even 
go as far as actually speaking multiple programming languages, even though he was not trained for that. And yet at the same time, he's gonna, he might fail at very simple arithmetic, which is quite interesting if you think about it. At the same time, again, ChatGPT can give you a lot of interesting recommendations on a huge amount of topics from travel to, to um, you know, um, to eating, uh, going out, uh, again, coding. But then on the other side, it also spits out a lot of BS. And then, of course, it also generates code in any sort of programming language, but it also sometimes gives you back buggy code, which is very hard to audit as well. Now, how do we overcome all of that? And uh, how do we build um, valuable business on top of the AI? Of course, you know, uh, players like OpenAI, Google are already working on creating uh, an advanced version of ChatGPT, which might actually solve uh, most of those drawbacks. And the way they might do it is actually through, you know, giving in those models uh, more data, more parameters, and more computing power in the pre-training phase, which is quite critical. And this, we can call it a sort of sheer force approach because uh, you definitely achieve more capabilities through scale. Another interesting uh, aspect of how they're going to do it is through fine tuning, meaning that uh, by using a human in the loop approach, once the model has been ready and pre-trained for general purpose stuff, it can be actually made extremely good for specialized uh, things and tasks. Another key element to understand right now, which OpenAI and Google, especially OpenAI, is actually having a heads up on, on everyone else, is uh, reinforcement learning from humans. And this is creating, I argue, a strong network effects, meaning that right now, each time that you jump on chat, on chat GPT and you leave uh, a feedback, uh, this feedback can actually be brought back to the, to the uh, to the model to actually make it better and better. Of course, as you can imagine, this approach is also can be also quite expensive and time consuming, but over time you need a small amount of feedback to improve substantially those, those models. Now, of course, this is uh, the kind of approach that you're gonna have if you are a large player like uh, OpenAI. But what if you are as me, a small business owner, where do you start uh, you know, to build an uh, AI business? Well, of course, uh, my main argument here is that you cannot do it uh, through scale. So you cannot use the same approach that uh, OpenAI is using because otherwise it means that you have probably millions or hundreds of millions at your disposal to invest into this technology, but also while all, uh, one, you know, the, the, the most competent people in the industry and right now probably there are 50 or 100 of those. Of course, in the future, we're going to have thousands of those people able to develop on top of AI and the industry is exploding. But right now, it's a fair assumption to say that you cannot achieve this through like scale. So how do you do action? How do you build a business on top of AI? Well, my main argument here is that you can simply starting, uh, you can simply start by verticalizing what ChatGPT does. So you can pretty much create uh, ChatGPT for every niche, and by doing that, you can actually go as a, as a, 
really uh, deep uh, to find a small group of people for which you want to improve what ChatGPT does to create a sort of vertical AI engine, AI assistant that can give a very grounded answer to those people and become extremely, extremely valuable. And I'm going to leave in the show notes an example of uh, uh, what uh, we, we built to, to have you understanding the process that you can follow as well. Now, um, again, the, the main drawbacks of, of, uh, of a technology like a product like ChatGPT is the fact that uh, it can, uh, since it is served at scale, uh, it has also a major, major drawback, which is, uh, of course, is going to be uh, uh, exposed to a lot of edge cases. Instead, if you were to actually, you know, uh, deploy this in a very small, tiny niche, so imagine that you start with the release to on, on 100 people that give you a lot of valuable feedback and you have a very little risk, actually you can fine-tune and verticalize that engine to make it extremely valuable for those people. So what's the process that you follow there? Well, first thing is that you, you need to make sure that uh, the model can be fine-tuned on a set of highly curated uh, data or perhaps like content. So in other words, you need to build a sort of knowledge, ba a knowledge base on top of which you want to fine-tune the AI. Second, you want to make sure that you do understand all the prompts and the way you can use prompt uh, engineering. So the way you can prompt the underlying model like GPT-3 to actually restrain it a little bit, but also make it much better in understanding the context that you're feeding in. And the last piece of the puzzle, of course, is uh, if you can, uh, it would be ideal to have a sort of reinforcement learning process where once the product is released, there are some built-in features into the product that enable users to leave a feedback and you can get the feedback and try to automatically uh, and dynamically actually uh, improve the product through that feedback. So as an example, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to leave it again in the in the show notes so that you can play with it. Um, uh, we created um, a business chatbot, um, which is called chatbusiness.ai, that uh, is, uh, again, it's, uh, it's just uh, a release, a very simple one, in which though I express more or less the idea that uh, I have what it means to actually verticalize ChatGPT. So pretty much uh, this leverages, of course, uh, GPT-3 underlying, but on the other side, it has been uh, fine-tuned on uh, for week MBA content. So it has been actually fine-tuned on a very specific content. And of course, I was lucky enough to have a huge amount of content that was developed over the years, content that I own, which uh, gives me the flexibility to actually understand how to train the, and fine-tune the underlying GPT-3 model. And then on the other side, what you want to do is actually uh, you want to make sure that once uh, these, uh, you know, the uh, GPT-3 model has been fine-tuned with your knowledge base, you want to uh, actually make sure that uh, you sort of uh, restrain it with a prompt that actually calls back the context that you created for it, meaning that it's going to call back the fine-tuning process. So you still have uh, an underlying working that leverages the technology, but you also restrain it a little bit to make it uh, more limited, but more valuable for a smaller number of people. And then in addition to that, for instance, you're going to see that uh, you can find a sort of rating system for each answer that uh, we use to actually try to build a sort of uh, index of uh, uh, you know questions and, and answers that uh, are more interesting for 
for users and therefore with a sort of human in the loop approach try to make the tool better this is an example of how you can actually build a business on top of ai meaning you can actually verticalize what ChatGPT does so that the next startup that you build is a sort of verticalized version of ChatGPT, which actually can be valuable for as much small as much smaller number of people but extremely extremely valuable for them and uh, always available and then you can figure out a pricing model a business model but that's a way to actually start building a business on top of ai